you think about what you're doing in Q4, uh, focus in on your role, right? Take the time to do your job well. Take your time to be the linchpin of your, your team, department, organization, again, whatever your marketing position is. Uh, it's an opportunity really to remind your manager why you're indispensable, why they hired you in the first place. Now, this is true if you just started in, in earlier in the year, you've been working for the same company for 15 years. We're back for another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast, joined today by Jed Singer, co-founder of the Marketing Health. Jed, welcome in. Hey, Eric. How you doing? All right. All right. So this episode, uh, we want to focus on something that's pretty pretty key. I think it's something that most marketers overlook. And we're here's the timing. We're almost about to start another Q4 cycle. And Q4, very, very important time of year for any marketer. Uh, which means there's about two and a half months here because we know the Q4 is not a full three months. It's about two and a half months when it's all said and done. And there's about two and a half months here to do something. And this episode is not about you know talking about how to get 15% more, uh, a better conversion rate on your e-commerce campaign. This is about focusing on making Q4 work for your marketing career. And a lot of people overlook some of the things you could be doing that are going to set you up for success. Um, but this episode, we're just going to jump into a couple of, I think we identified three main areas that any marketer should be focusing on as it relates to advancing, helping to advance uh, their career. So a lot of things you can do. And here's why we think Q4 matters. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it's an opportunity to think about those nine months that just happened. It's an opportunity to focus on doing a better job in your job. It's an opportunity to focus on ways to uh, work on your career strategy. And it's a way to take advantage of not the next year, but the next quarter. Because I think Q1 is overlooked because we blink next thing we know, it's March. And we said, what happened to Q1? Happens too many times. So in this pod, we want to break into, uh, we've identified these three areas, right? So we want to focus on your role, focus on your career, and focus on the upcoming quarter as the three buckets, if you will, where marketers can focus on advancing uh, and supporting their, their marketing career. Any thoughts on those? Yeah, Eric, I mean, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a Monday here at TMH headquarters. And toward the end of the day, I got beautiful fall sunlight streaming through the, uh, the window. There's, there's a bit of a nip in the air. It feels like it's starting to become Q4. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might, I might wear a vest at some point this week. I don't know Look yet. Look out. Um, the pumpkin spice lattes are flowing. Uh, it feels, it feels like we're getting into Q4. And as we were slacking some notes back and forth, uh, last week, I was getting so excited about this conversation just because there's so much happening in Q4. Um, every year we get ready for these, these ceremonies, right. Of, of the fourth quarter of the year. And depending on what vertical or industry you're in, if you're in retail or e-commerce, you have, you know, obviously it's a huge push, but in a lot of other fields, you know, Q4 has its own sort of vibe that's different than the other quarters. Um, And, you know, in marketing, there are certain things that we have to do that revolve around budgets and contracts and, and our team, how's our team doing? Um, So we're going to talk about all that. And, you know, the, 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 the thing 
I think that got us so excited um, and, and always get so excited about this is that Q4 is arguably the most important quarter of the year for your career, mm-hmm. right? Um, Q1 is really important to set the tone for the year. Q2 and Q3 are, are really important in terms of you know, getting, uh, getting things going, getting things moving, progress, traction. You know, your mid-year uh, is super important just to see how you're doing against your big bucket goals and some of your objectives for the year. But Q4 is when the, you know, uh, when, when it, what it all comes down to and it's what, you know, your short-term incentives, uh, you know, when you, when you realize, you know, uh, you're, you're either close or you're not to short-term incentives, you've got to crush those to get your bonuses, things like that is when you do all the work to set yourself up for success in Q1. So that's why, you know, I'm, I'm just excited about this one. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Q4 is really important. Let's get into it. So the first bucket we talked about is you think about what you're doing in Q4, uh, focus in on your role, right? Take the time to do your job well. Take your time to be the linchpin of your, your team, department, organization, again, whatever your marketing position is. Uh, it's an opportunity really to remind your manager why you're indispensable, why they hired you in the first place. Now, this is true if you just started in, in earlier in the year, you've been working for the same company for 15 years. What do we need to, to remind people of when it comes to uh, the bucket of focus on your role in Q4 as a way to help uh, advance your career? Yeah, I mean, um, so... In marketing, right? So there's there's different modes, right? You've you've got programs, you've got campaigns, and you've got projects. Those are sort of your three modes of operating. And depending on your role, you're going to be all in one of those programs, projects, or campaigns, or you're going to be doing a little bit of two or three. Um, so Q4, right? Uh, in terms of doing your job, projects are probably the most critical because this is when you lose people. Project team, all of a sudden, you know, you're in your outlook calendar, everybody's turning purple and, and you can't get time with anybody. Um, your project timelines need to take into account that things are happening in Q4. And also there is the most critical um, quarter, right? To, to get these projects either to a point where they're, they're going to be on time or to get them across the goal line and get them delivered. Um, so projects are something to double down on. Your campaigns, particularly if you're in an e-commerce or a retail um, or a direct-to-consumer uh, field, um, or vertical campaigns are really important to measure twice and cut once, um, and make sure that you're you know executing optimally in your campaigns, uh, and then your your programs. Right, ideally at this point, Q4 you're humming. You've been doing optimization to your programs throughout the year. Your processes are in a really good place, but uh, Q4 is also a good time to. Uh, take another look at some of those processes, maybe that aren't Q4 critical, not critical to you hitting your numbers, um, but other areas where maybe you can you can uh, fix fix the roof while the sun is shining, so to speak. You can you can look at some of the areas of your program that might need a little bit of optimization so that you can get off uh, on on the right foot in Q1. Um, that's how I think about those three sort of modes of operating as a marketer. Uh, you know, obviously there's there's other aspects to it. Your budget is coming to a close in Q4. Uh, you potentially have uh, contracts with agencies, technology vendors coming to a close at the end of the calendar, um, or at least you want to know when those things are ending so that you can get in front of them. Um, you know, and, and of course, your, your people management, if you're an individual contributor, 
you want to know what your what your goals are on have been on uh, on paper for the whole year and and are you going to hit them? Uh, if you're a people manager, then you want to know how close to uh, hitting all of their individual goals are your people and how can you get things out of their way so they can hit those goals? A lot of things to keep keep uh, keep track of. Yeah, so so this reminds me of a time when working in an agency where Q4 was always about the, um, you know, in an agency it was about this is the time to show clients why they hire you and mm. things you could be doing to, to to again be the linchpin. So you're the marketing associate, marketing manager, uh, whatever the role is, really. Can you come up with ideas proactively on what to do if there's leftover budget? Who's thinking about that? Chances are your manager may have thought about it, but isn't acting on it. Be that person. Come up with those ideas. You've seen it before. You've heard about it. Uh, time to step up and you be the one to document those things. This is Again, this is the opportunity to show that you're the linchpin. Um, everyone knows that there's an executive summary for the year that gets produced, probably for your department or company. Um, if, it's for, it's a, if it's for your company, your channel, your apartment, Again, how can you be the one to get that template dusted off and, and ready for producing that report? Again, think about those things that can be done proactively. Because again, that's what's going to make people realize that you're special, indispensable in your role. And here's another way of thinking about it. You mentioned, um, you know, Jed, about, about working on programs and projects that often include some sort of vendor, right? Uh, or agency. If you're an in-house marketing team working with an agency, uh, send them a thank you, right? Thank them for the work that they did for the year. Just a very simple thank you can go a long way come Q4 because guess what? I'm not saying the holiday gift card that comes from the company. I'm saying a personal thank you from you, no matter what your role is in your com- in your marketing department for that vendor or partner or agency, send a quick thank you. Um, you know, clients goes without saying that Take the opportunities to thank your client contact if you are working with one on the agency side, because again, those things go miles when it comes to wrapping up the year, because it's the thing that nobody wants to do, but when you do execute it, it's remembered. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, um, agency relationships, vendor relationships, even internal stakeholders, right? Q- Q4 uh, a lot of what happens in Q4 is uh, a measure of how well you built relationships over the last nine months. Um, you know, were you able to get that agency relationship back on track or kicked off and, and a new agency onboarded uh, really well, really smoothly? Um, you know, are you in a good uh, state with your marketing technology? Uh, right? Is it is your stack? Uh, really modern, and is it uh, operationalized for the way that your your organization needs it? Uh, do you have um, vendors that maybe need, you might be switching out, uh, or or is everybody pretty well established? You're on two or three year uh, contracts with some of these um, vendors in your stack. So so the work that you've been doing in terms of relationship management uh, across agencies, vendors, and internal stakeholders throughout the year is going to come to fruition in Q4 uh, when you know, you're know you going to hit your numbers or you're not, um, or you're going to hit your budget or you're not, uh, or you really need things from people urgently so that you can get things across the goal line and make a lot of traction really quickly. Um, your relationships over the last nine months uh, are going to be what makes that happen. 
And when it comes to relationship building, you, you touched on something too, because I remember working uh, in-house marketing team across departments, the product team, the engineering team, the customer support team, teams that supported your marketing team throughout the year. Again, simple, even if it's a, not even a thank you, but, you know, inter-office Olympics, you know, t- time to, to spend time with those other departments is important. Again, if you're the one initiating or you're the one that's contributing in, in a big way, that's a, another way to show you're a linchpin inside this organization. You know, be the one that break down the walls, you know, because listen, there's a lot of people that don't want to do anything other than just check out for holiday, uh, come back, you know, January, the first week of January and call it a, call it a, call it a Q4, find ways to, to team build, right? And, you know, we heard from a couple of our members that leveraged the market type assessment that we talked about a couple episodes ago as a way to be a team building exercise. Have everyone take the assessment, find out everyone's working style, find out who who's who, and that will open up some great discussion uh, with your team. So that's it for the role of that bucket, right? So three things, role is one. Uh, next one's going to be focusing on your career. So here are some things to think about when it comes to, it's, it's Q4, what can I be doing? And all these things we're talking about here really align with career moments. Can you create opportunities for you to have uh, substantial career moments in Q4. Um, and a lot of that's focused on looking at your overall career strategy, which we've talked about in numerous, tons of content out there that you can look into on what that means. For example, your career factors, auditing your career factors. Um, is this really the role for you? Do you want to be here still? Uh, it's a great time for reflection, not just on your role, but also in your career. Uh, your career profile. If you remember, the career profile is about what you know and who you know. Q4 could be a great time to start building those sections out. And from the what you know side, it could be, you know what, there's a weekend in November, you could probably get a, the certification that you need to help advance your what you know side of your profile. On the who side of the career profile, there's the um, think of the new vendor contact you made at that MarTech company, add them to your list. Chances are you'll probably be networking networking with them in the future, uh, client contact, et cetera. And, and those are some things you should be fleshing out and looking through uh, in, in Q4 when it, as it's tied to your career. Uh, any other things come to mind, Jed, there? Ooh, that, that was a lot. I mean, you know, the, the career strategy, the, the three elements of the career strategy that, that we always talk about and that you just outlined um, factors, profile, and path. You know, the, the the profile as you're talking about what areas of experience and they all they all fit together, they all work together. When you're talking about what what I know versus who I know, um, that to me is the most important piece for Q4. And so if if I've got areas of my career profile that are uh, not as strong in what I know. This is an opportunity to do that reflection later in Q4 after you've already <laughs> nailed your budget conversations, your vendor conversations, you're going to hit your, your objectives for the year. Once all of that is uh, settled um, and you start to round into you know, the holidays, end of the year, then you can do this kind of really important reflection. And the what you know piece, okay, maybe I've got a gap here and I'd, I'd love to get a little stronger in uh, this supporting skill, right? Maybe I'm a content marketer and I feel like I, I would be such a better content marketer if uh, I became better at SEO, 
for example, or I'm in uh, lead lead gener- you know lead generation, uh, and I feel like if I just understood the webinars or events part of the marketing function a little bit better, uh, I'd be so much better at lead gen and my lead gen role. So you can find these areas of your of what you know and highlight them and say, well, this is a gap that I want to address next year. And you know, these conversations with your manager are coming up. You're going to be talking about your goals and what you accomplished this year. And those are going to dovetail into conversations about next year. Hey, I felt really successful when I was doing X this year. Uh, hey, well, w- what would you like to do more? Would you like to do more of that? Or would you like to go you know, expand in different ways? Or alternatively, right? I, maybe I wasn't so successful in this thing, but I feel like I could be even more successful next year if I started to do a little bit more of this, if I learned more about SEO. Right, maybe I can go out and get an SEO certification uh, and do some some uh, book learning, right, in a, in an online course about SEO, or maybe it's building relationships with uh, the events team, right? If I'm in lead gen and I want to learn more about how events work, um, then I need to start building those connections, and then you you flesh out the who you know part of your profile too. So you know those conversations with your manager are coming up. These reflection exercises enable you to, these reflection exercises enable you to be prepared for those conversations with your manager uh, and, and how to then come prepared, right? And recommend the next step because your manager might not be able to say, well, you'd be a better content marketer if you knew more about SEO. They might not know that, or they might have 10 other directs that they're thinking about. So do the preparing for them, do the thinking for them and come to those uh, meetings about you know uh, this year's performance with some ideas, and you get those ideas by doing the reflection in the career profile. Right. So those key elements you want to make part of that conversation with your manager. You know, I, I think a lot about auditing when it comes to Q4 and preparing you know elements for your career growth because you know we talked about career council. Everyone has one. You've identified one. Uh, again. Have you talked to those individuals in your career council as, as a year end recap, right? Think of those conversations. They'd be pretty powerful to have um, because- That's an awesome one. Because, you know, and if someone's not engaging, maybe it's time to put somebody new on your career council. But again, taking time to reflect because that will strengthen you for the upcoming, uh, upcoming year. Uh, last thing here for this bucket, I would think would be when you think about year end for a career, best foot forward, you know, auditing things tied to what you know and who you know. And the what, you know, side, you know, do you have a best of playlist? (laughs) Meaning uh, think about all the projects, campaigns that you completed over the year. When's the last time you documented those wins? Uh, Do they exist somewhere? Are they on a a, a one-on-one agenda from three months ago? Think about it. Because if you can't come up with three impact things you've done for the year in your role, it must not have, you know, something may not be going the way it should be. But think about documenting that because that that information is going to be powerful, not just to help you with the year end review, but if you're looking to leave your role because you reflected and said, hey, uh, I need to get another job, then those impact uh, statements you're going to be gathering from your work for the year is going to help you updating your 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 personal brand pillars. So that's, that's- awesome. Yeah. And, and I, I would say, right, the the just to just to summarize some of the that goodness that you just threw out there right there there's there's the three uh groups that you need to check in with during q4 right your your manager uh your career counsel and yourself 
Uh, and if, if you're a, a people manager as well, then as part of your manager check-in, you're also, you are the manager checking in with your direct reports. Um, and then, you know, your, your wins, your wins list or your, your highlights, right. From the year that you were talking about, I would challenge everybody to come up with three. Uh, you know, I don't care if you had the, uh, most basic year, right. Where you, you achieved everything as to a satisfactory level. Uh, you got everything done that needed to get done, but you don't feel like you had a stellar year. Doesn't matter. Figure out what the three stories are that you would, ha- you would have in your back pocket to tell your boss's boss if you get stuck in the elevator with them and they ask you how things are going. Uh, come up with the three things that you accomplished this year and put them in you know, star story format as though you were going on an interview, even if you don't, you don't plan on going on interviews, put them in star story format so that you, and if, if you want to learn more about star story and uh, you know, our, the, the TMH version of that um, you know, check out the other podcasts and, and our interviewing workshops, but uh, come up with three wins from this year and put them in star story format so that you have them in your back pocket and you can pitch yourself on demand, right? As soon as the opportunity presents itself. And this is, this is really the, the second bucket that we're talking about for Q4 is, is all about these career moments and all these opportunities that present themselves. And you can only take advantage of some of these opportunities if you have those, those wins in your back pocket ready to talk about. Now, this episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast is sponsored by Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Now, as marketers, we know that knowledge is power when it comes to finding ways to, to grow your business. And every marketer has their favorite tool to get that intelligence, to get the insight, but often comes with that hefty uh, or confusing pricing model. Now, if you're a marketer, you've heard of the tool, the SEO tool, Ahrefs, right? But did you know that they now offer access to their main site research products for free? All you need to do is go to ahrefs.com slash AWT, and you can access all the power of their site audit and site explorer tools for nothing, for free. So... Uh, there's even a great walkthrough video when you get there. I'll walk you through and tell you how to get started in in minutes. Now, listen, this tool goes way beyond what you can get in Google Search Console, and you're unlocking insights for your site that will help you be successful, be more competitive. And listen, the Ahrefs Webmaster Tools aren't just for the SEO team, right? So the content marketing team are going to use this tool to find the right trending topics, key terms, understand how to drive more traffic of the right traffic to your web content, Social media teams can identify which content is actually getting the most earned media and engagement. So, hey, the marketing manager, right? It's time to empower your teams. Let them start making more strategic decisions with Ahrefs for free. And remember, listen, Ahrefs, you don't have to be an SEO pro to rank higher and get more of the right traffic. So get started right now at Ahrefs.com forward slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Now, let's get back to the episode. All right, so that's the second one. The first was for your role. Second was for your career. And last week, we're going to call it, it's the area of focus for Q4 to help advance your career is actually just focusing on Q1. And the reason we say that is because, listen, we, we all have the, we talked about our resolutions episode about not having resolutions. And one of the reasons for that is, I think we talked about being realistic because of how fast things move. But there's just so much opportunity missed in Q1 because we lollygag or you know cruise control through the end of the year. And before we have a chance to get a meeting on the books because someone's still out and then no one's planned ahead, your Q1 doesn't really start until February. <laughs> so 
you know, this third bucket here is preparing for Q1 and take advantage of that. Um, everyone getting back into the office and what can you put on the calendar for that first week of January? For most people in my experience and, and things I've taken advantage of is that first week of January is probably the best week of the entire year um, to really dedicate time to yourself. And whether that's following through on, you know, a skill development that didn't happen in Q4, that window of time there, that 168 hours in that first week of the year um, can be put to good use. So question to you is, how can you carve that out to make that useful, not just for yourself? Again, go back to those three pillars for yourself, for your team, for your your clients. Um, You know, it would be a great thing to focus on. Other things in, in Q1 we should be focusing on. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I probably didn't, you know, realize this until halfway through my career. Um, but Q4 really is the the opportunity to lay out in detail what you're going to do in Q1. Um, not not in Q1. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to wait until Q1 to be outlining the details of Q1. Um, you know, and. So, so that's that's this sort of dual dual role that Q4 uh, plays for us and marketers as as marketers, um, right? You know, Q Q Q4. You want to have an idea of yes, what are you going to accomplish in your career next year at a very high level, but laying the the groundwork for the details of of the first quarter of the year, um, you you will get a lot of career currency from your manager, from your other stakeholders that maybe you share projects with, um, you know, any of the other people on your team, if you're talking in great detail about Q1 uh, now in Q4, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to overstate the value of, of being prepared because, hey, there's another reality, right? That things change, right? It's, it's uh, make be very unexpected that uh, you're, you're, you're acquiring a company, you're being acquired. Uh, you've got different goals this year than you had last year, or they're radically uh, aggressive. They've gotten a lot more aggressive. Things are going to change. And if you have a plan of what you'd like to accomplish as part of your role and, for, and also for your career, um, walking into that, you can adjust the plan. If you're walking into Q1 without a plan and things change, super disorienting, you're then playing catch up. You're trying to understand the new, the new rules of the game uh, for a couple of months. And that's when, you know, you blink and it's, and it's the end of March. Right. I mean, think about, you know, meetings that, that marketers need to have in the first two weeks of the year. One, meet with your manager and do them a favor, make their job easy by having your 90 day, 90 day, not a full year, not six months, 90 days. Right have your first 90 days of the year mapped out and mapped out meaning, and we have a template we'll put in the show notes, but have a template on what you plan to accomplish, you know, from the areas of yourself, processes, performance, tools, you know, the key areas that make any department really uh, operate from a marketer standpoint. But, you know, when I had teams and it frustrated me when the first time I'm talking about somebody's years is end of February into March. Part of it was my fault. But part of it was like no one really wanted to talk about it. Um, so there's an opportunity here to really, you know, make it one less thing your manager needs to worry about. If you're if you're holding that meeting, assuming they're available as soon as possible when the year starts, then you're showing some initiative that that really sets the tone for the quarter. 
um, you know, r- regardless of if you're whether to if you're looking to stay or go. Yeah, and and you might be listening to us right now and saying, Eric Jetta, what are you guys talking? Of, co- of course, Q4, we're we're in planning mode uh, with with all of my stakeholders and with my manager for next year. If you're in a, a really well oiled machine, a well-functioning organization that has a lot of collaboration across functions. And you as marketing are already talking with the other marketers or the marketing strategists or uh, the brand managers or the managers of different lines of business or whatever the case, the salespeople, commercial people. If that dialogue is ongoing and you have uh, really great sessions uh, that are part of your rituals for the end of the year, that's awesome. Um, you know, th- then you've really got an opportunity to add the career part of this to the mix, right? What are you hoping to achieve next year? Um, for others who might not be in in that kind of an organization, you you know, the two blend. It's a career moment to take the lead and say, "Hey, why aren't we having conversations about how our customers are changing? Why aren't we having conversations about what the goals are on the sales side? Or why aren't we?" Ha- having conversations about having a more modern MarTech stack uh, or, you know, we've been complaining about our agency for three years now. Why aren't we talking about what the other agency partners that might be a good fit for us are? You can be the one that starts these conversations and, you know, grab yourself a career moment early in the year um, or at least outline what the big swings you, you want to have for the year are for next year. Um, so either way, whether you're in this well-oiled machine and you've got tons of cross functional collaboration happening with sales and IT and customer care slash success. That's great. Think about your career in Q4. Uh, or or if if not, you can be the one, you can be the catalyst that's helping your organization work a little more cross-functionally and get a lot of career currency out of that. Yeah, I like that opportunity of, of creating those career moments for yourself because um, to have the hard conversations, I mean, hard conversations is relative, but uh, to bring them to the forefront early in the year is a win. And here's here's the way that that I like to think about it. And this is something I established with multiple teams that I've managed over the years uh, called the stranger question. And this is the ans- this is the question you should be able to answer. Sounds ominous. Yeah. So if if someone if a stranger were to walk up to your manager and say, "Where is this person going to be in ninety days?" and do you think that your manager and you would be on the same page with that answer? How many of you mm. unequivocally say 100% yes, we'd be on the same page? And if we were both asked the same question from that stranger, we'd give the exact same answer. Can you say yeah, that? that's really tough? Because I can guarantee you that more than 60, I'll say 60% of you out there cannot. And it isn't that you don't want to or don't have the opportunity to, you're just not on the same page. Why not get on the same page? In Q1, so that there's clarity that no matter who asks that question, nine times out of 10, it's HR or the CEO, uh, you, you both have the same answer. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. I love that one. That's so important. And for the, the marketer that's listening to this and saying, Eric and Jed, it's great. I, I hear what you're saying. That's great. I wish that was the case. I just don't have time. Q4 is super busy. Uh, Every quarter is busy, but Q4 is my busiest and I don't have time to do all this career stuff, thinking, reflection, uh, planning, uh, trying to understand where my career moments might be. Don't have time. You know, I'm here to do my my 40 hours a week uh, or or 50 hours a week, whatever it is. um, And, you know, I'm, I'm swamped. 
right? There's, there's no breathing room for any of that planning. I would say then, you know, I'm, I'm curious, Eric, what you think, but I would say then there's also a, uh, there's also being too busy, right? If it were me, I would try to find a way to prioritize and ensure that I could do this planning, this introspection, not just about what have I achieved this year? Am I going to get my bonus? Am I doing everything my team needs of me this quarter? But the planning for for next year and for Q1 in, in more detail, I would say that's probably the most important thing I can be spending time on. And I'd have to make time for that in my 40 hours. Um, so I would try to find a better way to prioritize so that I could carve out a couple of hours here and there each week to think about that stuff for Q1. And that's really, for me, um, you know, that, that's the, that's the kind of time that, that, uh, that I put into planning for Q1. It's a couple hours a week in Q4. Um, it's not just the last week of the year or it's not 15 minutes here or there. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about next year and, uh, Q1 for a couple hours a week throughout the quarter. Yeah. I mean, go back, I go back to the episode we talked about, about not setting resolutions. Uh, but the answer was to set, set micro goals or micro conversions of which trying a new time management system could be your focus for Q1, right? Take a bite size out of the year, try to establish some positive habits because uh, we all suck at managing time because we suck at making decisions. That's the bottom line. Um, everyone has the same amount of time. It's just a matter of what you do with it. But again, it's all relative. And there's no magic pill you can take and then be great at managing your time. Um, but the other thing I, you know, I challenge everybody when it comes to preparing for Q1 is, uh, can you get through the entire quarter without saying I'm too busy to your, to your, not well, to yourself, to your team, right. To your manager. Um, cause that's a, certainly a, a goal to set for yourself that forces you to be better at making decisions and communicating when it comes time to asking for extensions saying no, right? How many times did we just, we're too afraid to say no to, to somebody giving us a project to tackle. So again, a lot of things to keep in mind here for these three buckets of focus as we enter Q4. Uh, so just recapping here, we got focusing on your role, right? How to do your job as best as you can. Focusing on your career, how to revisit those career moment opportunities that are fed largely by, as Jed was saying, the career profile and unpacking that, auditing it, making sure that you have uh, the best and the brightest things in there. And then lastly, it's not just focusing on the next year. No, no, no. Focusing on the next quarter and being realistic to, to chip away at the year, but also starting the year strong. Because if you can't start the year strong, it's it's really hard to, to, to pick up. Uh, your whole year becomes reactive. Your whole year, well said. Your whole year becomes reactive. Any parting thoughts here? Jed? Uh, I mean, you, you, you summarize, it was, a, it was a great conversation. You summarized it really well. I, you know, the, the, the double down is on the first bucket. Um, you know, they're all three buckets are, are really important for your career. The, the most important is uh, the first bucket. If I had to uh, around, are you going to hit your goals? Um, are you going to hit your budget as close as possible? Um, do you, do you, is, is your, are your agency relationships and retainers and your MarTech stack, uh, is all of that in order, uh, so that you can get through the year, get all your contracts or new POs started or whatever you need to do, uh, so that you've got your step so that you've got your short-term incentive, um, you know, make sure you you're covered for good conversations 
good year-end conversations with your manager. Make sure you're you're doing exactly what you think your manager thinks you should be completing by the end of the year. You know, you, you've got this window right now where you've still got eight to eight to twelve weeks to figure it out. You can get a lot done in eight to 12 weeks. Even if you haven't started one of those things that you had committed to at the beginning of the year, you can make a dent in it and change the conversation with your manager to a phased, you know, a phased approach to one of those goals that you might not be able to actually accomplish by the end of the year. Shore up the base, right? Is is that first bucket, the most important thing. Then worry about, you know, the, the bigger picture career stuff, you know, your career moments and, and how to set yourself up for Q1. Um, really important stuff. Love it. Love it. All right. So like we said earlier, there's going to be some links in the show notes tied to some of these key resources and other things you should be checking out to prepare for. If, if some of these things you never heard before, uh, we're going to have links in the show notes so you can get caught up on everything, career profile, market types, all those things. Um, until the next episode, uh, Jed, thanks for joining and uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode. Enjoy the pumpkin spice. You know it. <laughs> thanks, Eric.